Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I am Alex and I am joined by Luke Caramali. Hello. Christopher Tillytops. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I was just reading my uh, email that I've got. I'm on. trying to turn your surnames into sweets. <laughs> okay. And, uh, yeah, Tillytops sounds good. Tillytops? Yes. Yeah, I'll Caramali and... Uh, Go for it. Uh, Daniel. <laughs> Go for it, come on. Uh, What's your best? What have you got? Daniel Creeper, I'll come back to you on that. Can anybody think of a sweet that kind of... Super duper Creeper... Oh, that well, no. Party pooper. <laughs> croup drops. I don't know. Nobody's going to eat a croup Nobody's drop. Nobody's going to eat a croup anyway. drop. Uh, hula croups. Hula yes. Uh, more of a crisp. Yeah. But, uh, come on. That's quite good, though. Come on. He's working with <laughs> the limited hula goods. Croup. Okay. For oh. now, that will be perfect. Thank you, Chris, for rescuing me on my pathetic intro. No uh, on this week's podcast, we will, of course, address the news. We'll be talking about all the stuff that came out of Apple's keynote. Big stuff. Yeah. But first, Destiny is out this week. Um, I've certainly played a little bit of it. You chaps went along to the launch, launch event. Yeah. How was that? Launch event was quite good. So it was at the Oxo Tower in London. Yeah. Um, it was quite nice. Yeah. Really? It was, there were some celebs there. Celebs. Sophie Ellis Bexter is a big person. Right she is a big <laughs> chair. She watched me playing... Um, playing Destiny and being very bad at it. I think she was really she good was at Halo, so it makes sense that she's mm. there. Sophie Ellis Bexter, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big fan. Yeah. Um, she's very pale in real life as well. Yeah, and quite yeah. a round face. But in a nice way. It was I, a, it's as nice. I said to you guys, her, her, her husband's a big Indiana Jones fan. Her husband was there. Who's her so husband that? again? He's in The Feeling. Yeah. yeah the we were talking about this. Who he is. He's I, was, I, was, I was going around um, on Monday night telling people that he was in Top Loader. Oh yeah, no, I, really, I really thought he was in Top Loader. I thought he was in Blur. <laughs> no, her husband's in Top I Loader. I thought he was in Blur, yeah. What? Somebody in Top Loader is married to someone quite He famous. was married to... Uh, oh, Dan Hipgrove was no, married to Gail Porter. Yes, yes. That's it. There you, you go. go. I know, I know my culture. indie. <laughs> you know your indie marriages yeah, too. Yeah, brown 90s. Um, Who was it? Professor yeah, Green, professor not a real green. professor. Yep. Um, Conor Not green. Conor Oh, it's because he used to sell the drugs. Who? That's which one. These are weak oh, celebrities, if you ask uh, me. Conor Maynard. <laughs> Luke uh, Marley. Any professional footballers? <laughs> there was, apparently, but I wouldn't know. Apparently Ashley Young, but I didn't see right. him. I didn't Supposedly see him. Supposedly Danny Kerr, who's apparently a rugby player. Yep. And somebody who's a boxer, who won an Olympic medal. <laughs> this is... I'm looking at you, thinking you might know. Yeah. Yeah. Harrison, he's locked up at the minute. Yeah, yeah, you did hear about Destiny, I love it. <laughs> yeah. I know, we get those emails going, oh, you just... you just off top of the media types. Yeah. Not at all. I'm just there for the little free mini burgers. Well, yeah. I didn't get Belting. They were very nice. It was very nice food, but no, it was fun. Um, I left it. There was a countdown clock counting down to midnight when the servers went live, so it was a bit crap that I left. Surely at 10. they were live when um, Australia came online. I know because they were, they clicked live in each country at midnight. Oh, I don't believe that. Well, you couldn't play it until midnight. <laughs> I know I couldn't because they still didn't have a copy play of it. There you go. <laughs> still can't play it. I've got strict NAT settings. Well, I, so I did start playing it briefly yesterday, uh, and then I got bumped because the servers are too busy, which is kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, I have to say though, impressive. 
I thought, like, as a launch, I, it was very smooth. I didn't really have any issues. The world didn't melt. No, I... I, well, the, I couldn't get online. I'd say that's not great. I suppose there were Apart mutterings. That, of, it was hit free. But, Play the game. But compared, but compared to all these MMOs that launch, and there's so many issues, and they're down for days. Diablo three. I couldn't play the game. game. Yeah, but ultimately, surely that's the worst thing. Listen, that I could play it on launch day without any issues. That never happens with games like this. So I think they did a very good launch. I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, so but yeah. you don't play games like that, Alex, and you want the world. No, I just want to play the game that oh. I've just got. That's all. So I played it for about an hour. I managed to set up my character. Uh, it got really confused and just went for a really boring-looking what, human. What did you pick? What class? Titan. Hunter. Oh, we're oh, all hunters, hunters now. Hunters. We're all Hunter. <laughs> Could be the worst team ever. Because well, yeah. I, I read that uh, Titans are really, really slow, and I couldn't be bothered with that. Titans are basically tanks. They're meant and to draw the enemy fire, so you... Right, well, you like kind you, of like, like you know, come on. Come on. No, yeah. the, th the thing I like about the hunter is that I've got a decent um, machine gun type weapon and my sniper rifle, and that to me is a sniper good combination. A yeah, um, so you went for just a boring man. Did yeah. you give him a nice haircut? I, I know this sounds really pathetic. I, I tried to make it look a bit like me. No, <laughs> <laughs> why not? Because I thought my life's a bit boring. I'd quite <laughs> like to live in space for a bit, so that's what I'm going to go and do. Uh, I went good. for a robot. Did you? you went for the uh, robot one? I went for a robot, and, but I kept him on brand. I uh, made him black and red. It's nice. got loads of like, red face war paint on. It looks brilliant. I thought it would be a big space robot. Yeah. I went for a green uh, alien guy who looks a bit like you. He has your kind of hair. Oh, I was going to yeah. say a green alien that looks Cheers, a bit like with, with, with the, with yeah. the same hair. Only his eyes are yellow. So there's oh, that. I've got content. There you go. Um, but, so first impressions, combat solid, looks beautiful. Uh, a few people have said that it's very repetitive. Like you come back to the same spots, and and maybe it's more of an MMO trait. Mm. Is that the way that the enemy spawn is feels quite repetitive at times? Yeah, I, I, uh, that's not my criticism because I haven't played it enough, no. and I'm looking forward to playing. We're gonna it. play it all week, aren't we? We're gonna play it together as yes. well. So yeah. I'm level. I think I'm level four at the moment. Um, so I'm not firing at all, but it's just, there's little things. So the tower, which is the area, you know, you go to like social area. Chris is loving this. Um, now he's just writing down uh, around towns and they give you access to a map or directions. Mm. You talk, I found myself, cause I didn't find the tutorial was that in, you know, aspect of crafting and aspects of like identifying the, um, the gear, you know, like when you get rarer gear as you go along, you have to identify it first at the, at the tower before you can wear it. And stuff like that. I haven't done any of that yet. Yeah, so. See, this is the well, thing. Okay. It's like it's just you stuff I'm interested in. You, you find it very intuitive. Well, because see, my first stumbling block. For, it sounds very similar, but mm. some of the Borderlands stuff. Yeah. I don't really understand how Borderlands worked when I first played that, realizing that you know it's all level based and the loot. And, and I was stuff, doing yeah. level ten missions when I was at level six and all that kind of stuff. So <laughs> just yeah. steaming in. Well, <laughs> okay, you next time. <laughs> but the idea of like staying in the same level until so I could get to level ten was like, oh. God. Yeah, but then you kind of get used to it. It's right. the thing; it's a bit gr it, there's the daily bits, grind. I'm not used to that. There's bits already that I have found a bit grind. Sure, you work out, Agent. Hey, yeah. so, so is it living up to the hype? Too early to say. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to have to have to be pretty spectacular to do that. Mm. Yeah, but certainly so far, solid. I, I like the world. Um, you know, for me, it's all about the, the combat mechanics, and they're, they're sharp. It feels. You know, satisfying when you shoot someone. I mean, my my one thing so far is just the amount of content. I don't know because at level four, I've already unlocked the moon, and so there's Venus and Mars to go to as well. Then that's all the places. And like all MMOs, that loads of people say, you know, the the game only begins when you hit max level. So it's what happens when you're not having that number tick up anymore. Like where you're getting mm. the better gear, mm. how you're doing that, how you're still advancing your character. I mean, bear in mind, I haven't done the Crucible yet. I haven't done the PvP stuff, like, you know, the multiplayer. Yeah. No, so that, and that's, you know, 
we see communities thrive on that alone all the time so that could be enough and but from a p- yeah. and if you're PB. playing destiny there's an igen clan for people to join that'd be good that's a lot we've done all right that's a hell of a yeah. team. so yeah. have it there you go let's, <laughs> take, we, let's take on GameSpot. yeah should we, create, should we create a, a duck hunt sub team i think somebody will do that for us yeah. won't you duck hunters yeah you go <laughs> <laughs> look at that playing to them <laughs> <laughs> i remember the group you're not should i be invade them create a fake account like I said I was going to challenge and catfish him 219 of the accounts are Burfark <laughs> like all the guys in the group are going oh, there's a lot of oh, girls in here all rich oh. all rich all rich oh, actually, some pictures of his 219 girls 200. talking about magic it's weird <laughs> he does magic he never mentions that not on the podcast no anyway let's tackle this week's news yeah. yesterday Apple announced another phone yes and a what iPhone so I was in the pub and I've actually not read up on it so I don't know anything ah, Chris do you want to give me a quick Chris. a quick rundown here we go actually, I'm, I'm going to give you because I do want to know because I'm going to get one I think two phones two phones oh, f- sorry don't spoil I've it. got my news here go right. on, oh, oh it's done um, so we all knew they were going to announce the new iPhone the mm-hmm. iPhone 6 mm-hmm. uh, and rumoured that it would be in multiple sizes so there's two iPhone 6s there's an iPhone 6 which is bigger than the current iPhone 5 it's got a screen of 4.7 inches as opposed to 4 inches there's a plus an iPhone plus which is a screen of 5.0 um, I, I saw a picture of it I can't remember where I saw it the, the, it's pretty much the same size as 3DS XL oh that's good also put it into gaming full terms. 1080p mm. The pluses, HD, yes. which we know iGen readers really care about. What's this? Sorry? 60 frames per second. There you go. Uh, oh. The plus is the 1080p, plus is 1080p. The screen. Okay. Which is yeah. main, you know, it's what they care about. Cool. Well, that comes on to my next bit. Um, the screen. 1080p? 1080p, <laughs> yes. So good. Okay. Um, is that so both of them 1080p? Which wow. even the iGen cameras can't do. 240 <laughs> oh, frames per second. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it also does time lapse. It actually does time It lasts for a full five seconds. Yeah. Okay. So well, it always depends on the frequency. And then sometimes, and also, I've um, never done that. You shouldn't fully charge it if you plug it in because actually, when it, a lot of people fear that it's still pumping in juice when it's, it will stop charging when it okay. reads 100. percent But if you're not an iPhone, if you this yeah, is, a little this bit, is exciting. save it for the cutout. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> my, my bigger thing is how long is the battery actually last in what I would deem fair usage. Yeah. I think that's really hard to tell as well because people, some people absolutely came their iPhone mm. with 4G and that's yeah, yeah. obviously a not a fair use. Like, that's exceptional circumstances. But that's what it's designed to do. Yeah, yeah. But all, like, science can't support all day browsing at, like, it won't get battery life. Your battery life will deplete if you're caning 4G all I'm day. I'm not saying streaming though, but like, so my work phone, which I use at the minute, just an iPhone 5, 4G, just downloads my emails. And that battery is gone by the time I get home. Yeah, but if you're, if that's push notification, that means your phone's checking constantly. Yep. So that's that's basically it hitting 4G all well, that's day long. That's what I want it to do. Okay. Build a better battery, even if it's four times as big. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so those are both pre-orderable from Friday and they're out on September 19th. And then the second thing they announced in the no last- No details on carriers yet. I've signed up to really? a few just to sort of see Vodafone what kind of has offers. them. Oh, Vodafone stuff. Vodafone does have them because I got an email from their press officer yesterday. 
Well, um, how, mu- how much are they? Vodafone UK. They're expensive. Yeah. Like, uh, they've only got prices. Most of the prices that are out there are for the handsets only. Yeah. And they range between, I think it's about 540, is it, to about So the UK, 80. so um, the iPhone 6 starts at 539 for 16 gigs. The iPhone yeah. 6 Plus starts at 619. Mm. But, you know, it's money. Yeah, but it's there's a lot of. Te- I don't actually mind that price. It's the price that doesn't put me off at all because most people are going to buy it with a contract. Mm. And iPads are that expensive, and people don't go. <gasps> That's ridiculously expensive. I just don't see. Well, I just don't see the upgrade for me. Like just what I use my phone for, which is. Well, don't upgrade then. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I won't. Good. Thanks. Good. Okay, and then they unveil something else, which we'll get on later in the show. Yes. I think, yeah, I think we'll be coming back to that one. Um, so yes, the other piece of news is the PlayStation 4 has sold over 1 million units in the UK. and Sold through or shipped to retail? Um, to consumers, apparently. Okay. Um, and that figure happened on the day of Destiny's launch. So you imagine the new bundle or people who kind of held off buying decided, I'm going to go get one. Um, I wonder how much, because presumably a lot of people pre-ordered the white bundle. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they include those figures. Yeah, I assume they do. Yeah, and I, I also assume a lot of people just kind of waited because I know that there was a normal colour bundle as well. Mm. But um, So it managed it in 42 weeks after launching, which makes it the second fastest console to hit that mm-hmm. that number. The first was the Wii, which did it in uh, 38 weeks. So there you go. Um, but yeah, apparently, so Fergal Gara, who is the uh, UKMD of Sony, told um, one of our rival sites that... Um, PS3 consumers came a lot, but PS3 <laughs> consumers came across, but they did see a big a big uptick in terms of Xbox 360 yeah. and also Wii U owners who came across, and they didn't give any figures for that. But the last we did here in the first quarter of this year, the PS4 was outselling the Xbox One a three to one. So we go. So don't know how that affected the overall figure. No. It was at 10 million last we heard for PS4, wasn't it? At Gamescom. So I think that's that's pretty cool. And yeah. I think, as I say, I think Destiny was was a big seller. And elsewhere I've seen flirting around, they are very much treating Destiny like it's a first-party game. Mm, mm. So I think that's probably going to be their major Christmas push, really. Well, all the uh, advertising is obviously PlayStation branded. So. Yeah. Except for that fragrance. Well, <laughs> <Microsoft>. yes, yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, more news, but not quite so good. Batman Arkham Knight has slipped for a second time. Mm. He needs to get some boots that have got a bit of a better soul. With sole. grip. Mm. Yes. Stumbled my joke then. Damn it! Uh, that was a joke, was it? <laughs> you stumbled. Uh, you could have done with those beats. I could have done. Uh, it was coming out uh, in spring next year. It's gone back to June. So that's not long. That's not a big difference. No, it's it? not. But it was originally meant to originally be October. Yeah, it was due to come out next yeah. month. Um, so what's going on, Alex? Well, maybe the game's not ready. Yeah. I think it's probably a case of that. So it's Rocksteady's first uh, leap into next generation. Um, I saw it at E3. Uh, and I also saw it at Gamescom. It looks very nice indeed. Um, Game set set Halloween. Ooh. I'm sure they were, I'm sure they were going to release it on or around Halloween mm-hmm. originally. But I think um, you know June's a weird time to launch a game of that size and scale because traditionally nothing comes out. Well, I think it's uh, I think it's the second of June it's penciled in for. Yeah. So that will probably be just before E3 next year. Um, so that's quite surprising. I don't know. I wonder if that will impact sales. 
I've never really got this because you have summer blockbusters. Mm. Like, so you That's have summer blockbusters great. for films. Yeah. The argument being people will go to the cinema, but you don't have summer games. That's because I guess the difference is you're out. It's but, but you're out in the summer, you're yeah. out in town, you Maybe, go catch uh, a film. Whereas a game that inquires staying in all day. I just need to see if anyone's got hours yeah, on yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah. Also, you've got your summer holidays, I think, which is when yeah. I did most of my gaming when I was a But now, age. with yeah. remote... Yeah, exactly. And with remote play, just sit in the garden with... With it on your Vita, if the connection. Well, maybe that's enough. why they've done it. There you go. I well, I'd just be interested. Surely, surely, surely the better business decision is if there's less competition. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'd just be interested to see if anyone's tried it before and yeah, it Red Dead all went horribly wrong. And, and, and Red yeah. Dead, but silly. Yeah. Well. See, a lot of games have come out in May. Um, uh, Metal Gear Four came out in May as well. So, I, but I think it's that June. You know, nothing ever comes out in July. I think that's even worse. Mm. But June, it's a sixteen plus, so kids will be at school. Presumably. Mm. Anyway, the sweetener is that you get, well, if you spend £170, pounds, yeah. that's quite a lot of money. Wow. Um, not, is not that you get a Batmobile statue, which I think looks pretty cool. And can we just add, it's um, fully transformable. Now, what does that mean? Is it? It's fully transformable. Oh, it does say that, fully yeah. transformable. Now, because I... So, oh, so, I don't know if... Maybe the doors. But. So, in the game itself, you switch from, I can't remember what the modes are, but you... Driving mode oh, like and tank, tank mode. mode. Mm. Uh, basically, like the wheels up, yeah. enable, you, enable you to kind of strafe. Oh, cool. So it might be that, but I don't know how it'll do that. Well, yeah, because the, the press release that I got was quite... It just literally was like, fully transformable. It, it must be that. Yeah. Because it doesn't do bat pod or anything like that. Mm. So, But still, I, I do. I do, I, do have a little, I do have a suspicion that at some point in the game it will turn into a boat or a plane. P- possibly a blo- boat, more so because... Plane is an entirely different thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. entirely different set of mechanics. But in Gotham City, I saw it looks like there could be spillways. Right. Um, uh-huh. So yeah. But uh, other stuff you get: uh, an eighty-page art book, uh, a limited edition comic book from DC, uh, skin pack with three unique skins. But still, that whole one hundred and seventy pounds—that yeah. is a lot of money. Buying um, buying a Batmobile model on its own and buying yeah. the game on its own might be. Well, you could buy the Lego Tumbler. How much Whoa. is that? That's £169. Hmm? I thought it was cheap in that. No, it's not. £169. Oh, no. Too expensive. No. Oh, no. <laughs> it's Check it. Check it if you want. But I if am. You, check it. Good. Afterwards. Um, but it's expensive. But, you know, uh, the game will be worth it. And I think, so while a lot of people might just associate someone with not buying games, the, the flip side is it will be out there on its own. Mm. And, and I think it will sell well because of that. Yeah. Intriguing. Yeah. Have you checked it? It's loading. Okay. I, have, I have a bit of film, not really news, more kind of speculation, but I thought it was an interesting story. Uh, Bill Murray's been doing the Bill Murray show all around Toronto at the festival. He's been showing up places. They had Bill Murray Day. He's been doing his usual shtick. And he's been asked about this rumoured female Ghostbusters that's supposed to be happening mm. with Paul, Paul Feig, who directed Bridesmaids. Right. There's talk that he'll direct it and it'll be females in it. And uh, he was asked about it and Bill Murray said, I'm fine with it. I'd go to that movie. Um, And he says who he'd like to see in it. Okay. Uh, Melissa McCarthy. Right. I could get on board with that. Is she the one that's in Bridesmaids? Yeah, she is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Funny woman. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Kristen Wiig. Yeah, also good. (laughs) Woman in Bridesmaids. You were pretty much in Bridesmaids, (laughs) aren't we? Uh, Sticking to what he knows, it's good. Linda Cardinelli. Oh, Cardellini. So she was in Freaks and Geeks. You ever see Freaks and Geeks? No. She's also, have you watched the last series of Mad Men? No. Or the last but one? 
I wouldn't I go through her entire roles no, because I've probably things. not seen Those are the two things I think of. Okay. But she's cool. She's she's likeable. She's in ER as well. Uh, she was in she's ER. That's she's that's Velma in Scooby-Doo. She's Velma in Scooby-Doo. <laughs> right, okay. I, I, that's the one I've <laughs> yeah, seen yeah. Right, of all of no, them. Cool. <laughs> and his final choice, uh, Emma Stone. Right. That's an interesting choice. She's funny though, and I guess they did Zombieland together. They actually did Ghostbusters together in Zombieland. I think Emma Stone's a good choice because she can do smart as well. Yeah, yeah. And if you look at a lot of the the original Ghostbusters, they're all you know parapsychologists, scientists, inventors, engineers. Like they're all PhDs. Yeah. So you need someone who can pull that off, like Egon. You need this one. Like if, you're gonna, if you're going to recast it, you need someone. Yeah, you need a serious guy. You yeah. need Ray. There's a certain balance in chemistry there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's. It, it all feels like there's a lot of comedy going on there. Yeah. Maybe a bit too much. Mm. Who's the straight? I girl? would. Well, mm. my suggestion would be I because I've just gotten into Veep. I would say Julia Louise Dreyfus because she's kind of straight funny she often plays the kind of straight person who they all kind of undermine mm-hmm. so I quite like the idea of her Bullock Bullock Sandra Bullock Bullock. Bullock Bullock's also a good chap who doesn't like Bullock true so everyone loves a bit of Bullock everyone loves a bit of Bullock everyone loves a bit of Bullock that's a bit close to the Bullock I know that Bullock and Weaver I like that Bullock and Weaver something interesting that only dawned on me the other day I was thinking about Ghostbusters on the tube because it's the 30th anniversary it is and while undoubtedly they do a lot of busting the two big antagonists aren't ghosts in either of the movies like one's an interdimensional being and the other one's a 16th century Carpathian sorcerer He's inhabiting a painting. That was a weird. Um, like, it wasn't a very good film. No. I don't think. No, and they don't like it. Also, something amazing that I read the other day that you, you know the cartoon that ran from I think eighty five to ninety one, the Real, Real Ghostbusters. And yeah. um, you know why it's called the Real Ghostbusters? There's no. two kind of interconnected reasons. Firstly, is to distinguish it from an existing cartoon called the Ghostbusters. Oh, right. Nothing to do with the Ghostbusters. Uh-huh. Right. Secondly, it became a kind of metafictional device. The guy who wrote the real Ghostbusters was Michael Straczynski, who wrote Babylon 5 and Amazing Spider-Man in the 90s. He posited that... <laughs> right, brace yourself. This <laughs> mind's going to go... The Ghostbusters cartoon... And what, this is why the characters, the cartoons, don't look like Dan Aykroyd and like yeah. um, Bill Murray, even though it's made afterwards. It is the Ghostbusters in the cartoon? Those are the real life Ghostbusters, and the film is an adaptation of their lives. <laughs> and there's an episode right. where they attend the premiere of Ghostbusters Two. Really? And um, the Winston character in the cartoon, played by Arsenio Hall, says. Murray, Aykroyd and Ramis well, sound like a bunch of lawyers to me. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go watch yeah, that. Is that so just like straight after this? <laughs> that's quite So exciting. this is the, and if you watch that cartoon you learn a lot more about the day-to-day the kind of the lore of like yeah. the contraption because they're basically incarcerating ghosts. Yeah. And Slimer who, who kind of helps them <laughs> he has like, <laughs> like quibbles around what they're actually doing because <laughs> some of them aren't particularly harmful ghosts. Right. Anyway. Do you believe in ghosts? Um, no. I also like li- the idea of Lizzie Kaplan, maybe. Yeah, mm. like her. Do you believe in ghosts? No. Do you believe in ghosts? No. Oh, mm, you, I, you are. I'm open to the possibility, but I think probably not. I'm, I'm, I'm not a, a complete skeptic. Could we get a Brit in it? Who? Ghostbusters. Yeah, I know. Well, I know that. <laughs> yes. Ooh, but I thought have? you who might have a recommendation. I was thinking because you know I'm a fan. Zoe Ashton. Oh yes, from uh, Fresh Meat. For, for everything, you. I think she'd be a good ghost. She, I'd like to. Yes. Yeah, you wouldn't mess with her. Also, I quite like the one who plays Oregon in 
in Fresh, Fresh Meat. Meat. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember her name, but she's quite good. Um, Julie Waters. Ooh. Oh, that's embarrassing. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. Is that a reason? <laughs> there you go. I'm my flat. I'm on call. <laughs> Must be magic. Um, it just Je- happens. What about Jennifer Lawrence? Don't you think every film's better if Jennifer Lawrence is in No, it? I think we've had too much Jennifer Lawrence of late. I've seen a lot of her lately. Nasty. No, I don't, I don't mean she's in every film. He doesn't. <laughs> he means what you think he means. <laughs> Fine. Well, let's I'm know not going to say what I was going to say. Well, no, no, I'm definitely not going to say what <laughs> no. I was going to Involved being slimed, but let's not talk about <laughs> it. Oh, <laughs> you said it. Oh, let's move on. It was originally called Onion Head. Slimer. Slimer. Yeah. Really? Oh. On the set. And they refer to it as the spirit of John Belushi. Oh. Chaos. Yeah. <laughs> Last piece of news. Oh no, that was the last piece <laughs> yeah, of news. Yeah, I did that. I, I changed. You, you switched out. At I, the did, last minute. I did give you a heads up. You did, I know. But I, I, I didn't cross other, it out on I mine. had other images in my head. Let's Ooh. move on to the talking point. So, yes, uh, in addition to the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus being announced yesterday, Apple announced the Apple Watch, not the iWatch. Why did they drop the i, I wonder? I imagine it must be trademarked by someone else. It's like, well, they, they didn't call it ITV. <laughs> they should be. They Apple <laughs> Television. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Oh, ITV. Because ITV. I have ITV. Yes. Wow. Sorry. Has everyone listening got... They should uh, have, there you go. They yeah. should have totally called their internet <laughs> device eyebrows. <laughs> Just get it. Stop it. Do you get it? That'd be amazing. <laughs> anyway, the Apple Watch. So uh, I think it's kind of split the office into two camps. Uh, believers and non-believers, I guess. <laughs> well, I don't... Say out right up top. I think I'm going to play devil's advocate. Like I don't okay. think it's the be- the second coming or anything like that. But I'm naturally going to adopt a, a more pro or open minded stance. Well, I don't which, know what that's you mean. Who you are. are you saying that I've got a closed mind on this? You just said any- anyone who buys one is an idiot. Yeah, well, <laughs> especially uh, so, Yeah. To, to explain what happened this morning, we it came up in our morning meeting, and mm. Alex and Rich almost got in an argument about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't pretty. <laughs> it's because, so uh, I am a, a fan of Apple products. Uh, I don't believe in, you know, the whole kind of culty thing. The way that people go nuts over their stuff is, I don't really understand. But I like their products and they work well. That's why I buy them. But the problem with the Apple Watch is that I don't get it. It's as simple as that. Um, I don't see the point when I've got a phone that does everything that that does. Yeah, on that issue, I would say, I'm not saying it's going to be a great success. Mm -hmm. Like People always think, oh, Apple, like, when are they going to fall down? They've had loads of flop yeah, products. Yeah, yeah. They've had loads of flop products. Um, I looked some up last night. There's like the Power Mac G4 Cube, which they mm-hmm. released, which absolute flop. Yeah. iPod, um, Hi-Fi was only in production for like 16 months. Ping. Remember Ping? No. It oh, my was, God. Ping was like kind of a build into the like a social network can, like, thing. Sh- sh- yeah, it was basically like Facebook for iTunes. To oh, show you right. what you bought. And, and, and oh you just God, kind of guide on its size. But what I would say with a new product, even though there's been other kind of um, digital watches that have integration with Android, it's a kind of new type of device. Mm. So you can't really accurately predict how it's going to go as a device because it's a new thing. It's a new entity. As tablets were new. So I remember when tablets first came out, people were like, well, I've got a laptop. I've got a phone. Why do I need this third device? And then it created a new market all into itself. Yeah. I'm I mean, not saying the iWatch is doing that, but why it's tricky maybe to get a f- like a finger hold on it yeah. is because it's a new type of device. Yeah. The wearable health sector, I think, sounds quite interesting. But I was watching a lot of stuff on it last night, and a lot of the proponents for that were saying like, "Oh, well, you know, people who wear these kind of things are on average are like 20% healthier than." And it's like, yeah, because people who are 20% healthier than other people tend to want to 
care more about their health, so buy these things. You know, it's like it's a false kind of reading of it of the situation. Mm. So I, I don't know. I think it's an interesting idea, but I. But that's just one of the applications. You yeah. could you could get it and use it. Never even use the health application. That's just one of things. Then it is. I I would I would position it like a lot of people on my Twitter feed last night were kind of incensed that it requires an iPhone. Yeah, people were like, "You need an iPhone to use it." It's like, of course you need an iPhone Mm. to use it. That's the same for all the Android watches. You need a partner device. It is a symbiotic device. It's an accessory for your iPhone Mm. that kind of extends the experience in certain ways. Um, Very expensive accessory. Yeah, but people buy 300, 400 pound headphones. People buy Beats for a lot of money. Yep. So I don't think, I think Apple would look at it. They're not saying you have to buy an iPhone 6 to buy one. If you've got an iPhone 5, it'll yep. work with that. Um, people buy expensive accessories mm. for their iPhones. I it's think like $350. The, the big alarm. Probably entry level. I'm, I'm yeah, sure of course, some of course, of course, of course, of course. The alarm bell that I kind of had ringing was there was no mention of battery life, right? Yeah, it was an all-day charge. It'll be an all-day charge. Yeah, well, well, that's what they say. But, but, there's but, just, but they based, you know, the mere fact by by omission, the fact that they didn't say, like, it'll last for up to, or it'll do this. Or yeah, but it'll, it's, so it's not coming out until next year. So no, there no, is no, time to, still finalise. So I'm, sure, I'm sure they yeah. can, but that is just, the fact they didn't mention it just sets alarm bells. Again, it depends on usage. But the thing is, it'll probably have decent battery life, watch this space, mm. by virtue of the fact that it's purred with your iPhone. Effectively, it's a dummy terminal, a dummy screen for your iPhone. Yeah. So the iPhone's doing all the processing and internet connection in your pocket. So it'll drain, that stuff will drain your iPhone battery. Whereas this is just taking a feed, small bits of data to mm. a screen. Mm. Well, then in so, that case, my iPhone's going to die on its ass every day. Like, my iPhone 5. No, because the, the data used to do the things that you do mm. on your phone will actually be quite minimal. It'll be like providing directions, which isn't a lot of data. It's not streaming video to your, your, your wrist. It'll be like basic pro- push notifications. Yeah. But I, my phone does all that. Yeah, so it is. So some uses, for instance, if you're, I don't know, if you want to walk and get directions, yeah. you can put in uh, directions to um, Oxford Tube from here. Yeah. And you can say on your phone, send to watch, put your, put your phone back into your pocket, and you can have the directions of the map on your watch. Yeah, that's quite useful. Even if you, it's covered, it, yeah. it's got a kind of like a rumble pack in it that feels like someone tapping you on the wrist. Yeah. And you'll get different taps depending if you come to an intersection, you turn left or right. right okay. What? So it just feels like a funny thing. But, I, but five years ago, would it have What's felt... What's three taps? What's three taps? Is that left? Is that right? Oh, God, uh, I can't remember. Okay. I know I'm being <laughs> cynic. But it feels... But like, no, but like five years ago, if you said you would have been walking around with your phone and doing a figure of eight to recalibrate a fucking... Oh, I know. I feel compass. like an absolute idiot when I do that. Yeah. <laughs> so please no, don't make me do but, that. <laughs> But it's one of those things that might not be used. But you could. Yeah. But also calendar invites. My phone goes off all the time, and you go, "Oh, it's calendar invite for this." That would seem more logical just to look at, mm. glance at your wrist, like an alarm. <laughs> so, okay, I get that. Okay. Do you, do you normally wear a watch? You don't. No, I don't. I don't okay. either. Do I? Do you wear? Yeah, a yeah, watch, I wear a watch. Well, I was so going to say the aesthetics of it isn't something else we need to discuss, right? Well, well, let's cool. do it. But yeah. So, the reason I like my watch is because it is now twenty years old. And it still works as perfectly now as the day I bought it. And the problem with this piece of tech is, and yeah. it is a piece of tech, yeah. you will probably up, end up upgrading it every kind yeah. of two I years almost, or so. But I, I would argue that the watch comparison is almost 
a false comparison. It is sitting in the place where a watch traditionally stood, yep. and that is one feature it has. It's not really a watch, let's face it. It's but, imitating a mm, watch. It's, it it's, is. But on the flip side, I, and I understand all these little things, and I do think they're little things that it may do, is it makes... Yeah, I don't find having to get my phone out and say, oh, there's the direction I'm going that way. I don't find that hard. I I don't have I don't feel the need to go and buy something for that much money to let it tap yeah. on my wrist and to clarify to go left. Nor am I. Yeah. I'm just saying it no, is I, an accessory mm, to so this thing, and I'm trying to like make the case of why it is a thing and why it might be successful. And I might understand. find this an audience. Thing, I think I think that thing. It's no one's arguing it's necessary or we need it. Like in the same way, no one was arguing Connect was necessary. But, but I, like, I do think it's some a, people enjoy it's the functionality hard, it adds. It's a hard sell to people who aren't so you know involved in tech to make them understand why they should buy it mm. because but, I know you say it's not just a watch but it's called the Apple Watch no I get that and, and, and I'm, I'm going to be interested to see how they market it next year and it's the same like, they call it an iPad because it's yeah. like a pad of paper but yeah. it's not it's it's taking something that is old that's analogue that people have used for hundreds of years yeah. and turning it into a piece of modern technology that has a multitude of applications and it's like a remote control for your iPhone in some ways yeah. it's extending the experience in a way that's so always visible. It's like a second yeah. screen almost in some ways and a remote control. Yeah. I say, you know, I don't think it's going to be anywhere near as popular as obviously the iPhone or the iPad has been. That's my gut. Mm. But that's maybe because I just don't understand it. But if I don't understand it, then I think a lot of people just go... And you're a bit of an evangelist, aren't you? I am. I would say that. Mm. I probably am, yeah. Yeah. Um, be interesting because... The, They've got a huge install base. Yeah. Um, price points will be an interesting issue, whether it is priced, yeah, it yeah, prices yeah. itself out. Yeah. And that's the other thing. In terms of uh, aesthetically, I think it just looks a little bit like, okay, it looks okay. It doesn't look fantastic. It doesn't look bad. Um, but I think for the same money, and I know I keep drawing it back to watches, you can buy a really nice looking watch yeah. that will increase in value over time yeah. mm. for the same price. Yeah, I, again, I think that's at least of the things it is as a watch. Yeah. How does it? Um, Don't call it a watch then. How does it price itself? Yeah, but you, then you're like, you, but that tells you the people everything call they need. Call it the risk computer Mark One. That's far better. That yeah, do great guns. <laughs> how does it? Um, how does it compare price wise to other smartwatches? Because I haven't looked at that. I have to be honest. Uh, I believe sure. it's on the slightly more expensive side, but it I don't, will be. I don't so really. Also, the yeah. thing is like you buy the face and the timepiece and you can like customize the like, straps yeah. right and the straps would be really expensive like some of them like are Intali like Italian leather yeah. source like and all this sort of stuff stainless steel all that kind of stuff which but, you know I think it's but, good because they're trying to uh, appeal want, to a high end yeah, but that's it if you want uh, mm. more that's yeah, why if you, want, if, you want, yeah. if you want to turn it into a dress watch but you also want to jog in it yeah. you can swatch it out for a, a band that will they've got like a sweat um, absorbing one yeah. of them but that's you know I know I can keep harping on about $350 entry level. You're probably looking at, oh, I don't know, at least £250. At least £250. Yeah, I would thought That's so. 300 quid, I would yeah. suspect. For it's me, a lot of money. there was something else yeah. that we were talking about the other day, and I can't remember if it was with you guys, about someone like Samsung had released a new app that basically allows you to take everything off your Apple phone and transfer it across because a lot of people who have kind of fallen out of love with Apple devices and mm. want to change are like oh it's got all my apps it's got all yeah, my data yeah, it's got yeah. all that you know the ball ache of getting rid of that so Samsung have sorted that by releasing a thing mm. I mean from Apple's perspective great it's another thing that then shackles you to their brand because if you've got an Apple watch are you going to change your phone provider or are you just going to be like oh well then I can't use this this becomes useless mm. Mm. so surely but then from a consumer standpoint you know 
I'm not going to want an Apple Watch because it makes me get into bed with Apple even further and I've been losing faith in them for several years. So, you know, that's just... Why are you losing well, faith in them? For I'll me, say. I haven't seen... You know, there used to be much greater improvements along the way and now it's... But, you know, who, but are you, have you attached to a new brand that is no, constantly innovating? No, not at all. I, but I'm, I'm looking for something new. And that might just be because, you know... I'm bored and I want some, I want to change. That it doesn't necessarily mean Apple's done anything wrong, okay. but it just means you know I'm I already feel resentful about the fact that I have you know about chargers, adapters, you know certain things, certain stereos that have built in things like that that all kind of shackle me to an Apple device. I'm now at the stage where I think I've kind of reached saturation point and I'm not willing to invest more in Apple curated devices that only work with Apple things because it's just like, you know, if I ever do want to change, I have to kind of redo my whole entertainment. But it's but that's going to be the same with whatever you go for. If you yeah. pick an Android thing, oh, completely, you're but, to Android. completely. But, you know, I, 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 I don't I, think the grass is going to be any greener on the other side. No, I, that's just, that's not what I'm saying. Alternative. That's what I'm saying. I just think it might be longer, though. The battery might be longer. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but that's just, a, I think that's something that's worth considering just because it is another. But, you know, one because we were talking about in the pub last night that you were thinking about switching to, I can't remember what it was yeah and my thing was like when you get a new phone iphone you plug it in it transfers everything over it's easy and mm. so if samsung is doing that then, then great you know mm. i'm but all for kind of options for and it gets to the stage like you know when they release new versions of apple watches and they slowly phase out I, the older I, iphones you're going to have to get a new phone and a new watch at the same time and so on you know it's, it's easy like i think it's I, apple you know there's one argument that says always attack the big boy Yep. If you're if you're market dominant, you'll always get critiqued. Mm, yeah. I feel like again, not being Apple fanboy, but just putting an alternate viewpoint across. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like Apple always attract this because yeah. Luke's saying that the t the two dominant all of this sort of stuff is locked into this ecosphere. Yeah. For a long time, the biggest criticism of Apple was like not compatible with anything. Yeah. So yeah. Like, you can't, they can't win. Yeah, too niche. T it's yeah. too niche, not yeah. compatible. Yeah. Can't yeah. do that. And no, now it's like, yeah. oh, everything's Apple. It's yeah. like, well, do. You, I don't know, there's, obviously there's virtues being part of a yeah, yeah. ecosystem, but also there's loads of other companies that are kind of system agnostic. Like if you've got a Sonos yeah. serial system, yeah. you use that equally well yeah. with Android and Apple. Look, ultimately, litmus test. Are you going to buy it? Um, probably not launch, but I would consider it. Because that's the other thing. I, I think, would definitely consider it. I think, you know, same with the iPhone. The first iPhone wasn't great. I um, bought an iP iPod photo for crying out loud. Right. Looking at my phone, really looking at my phone. Well, no, it's just I wanted an iPod. It's my first iPod, okay, and that right. was the the new iPod. Yeah. yeah but yeah. basically, looking at your pictures in two forty p. Yeah, oh, that nice. was nice. Nice experience. Well, that's like, even, even trying to watch. I remember, like you know, the video iPod when you could watch videos on it. it just like iPod socks. Ridiculous. Remember them? Ooh. I've still got that. Yes. Um, yeah. The fat iPod Nano. Yeah. Um, so oh. version one, no. <laughs> Possibly, possibly. Oh, I'm, um, I, I, like, yes I no. like being an early adopter. I said yes or no. I, and you can fall in its house and then yes it's a collector's no. house. Yes or no? Yeah, I'll get one. All right, why <laughs> right. not? Why not? Uh, I won't because I don't get it. Um, no. Chris? No. There you go. Yeah. I'd um, like to wait and see, though. Yeah, yeah I'm, I haven't ruled it out long term, but... Hmm. What you, you said. So, uh, no. listeners, uh, it'd be good to see uh, what you think on the Apple, Apple Watch uh, feedback, as always, to IGN underscore UK feedback, IGN.com. And don't forget, you all get a free copy of the new U2 album for free as well. That's exciting, isn't it? Good. 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 The feedback. 
You've got the first piece of feedback. Yes. Email. Email. First, first piece is from Levon, and this kind of ties in with cell phones and all this sort of stuff. It's a cell phone, so I assume Levon's from America. How long can the sky-high price of cell phones be tolerated when devices like new 3DS are one-third of the price and include everything but a cell phone transmitter? I just want a black-and-white e-ink phone or watch with a week-long battery life and a secondary device like 3DS or iPad that can handle all my gaming and internet needs in a much more dedicated and sophisticated manner. I currently leave my phone in my pocket and do everything with my iPod Touch. So he's got he's rocking a iPod the Touch and iPhone system. Yeah, seen, well, you've seen like I've got two iPhones, an iPod Touch, an iPad, and a MacBook. That's and you, what I, I carry around and with you me. Can't understand why, and and you're, you can't see why a phone and a watch is too much. <laughs> I'm saying two things. No, so you're, you're carrying around a little mini Apple store. There, there is an absolute reason for that. iPad watching films. Yeah. MacBook work. Two iPhones, one personal, one uh, not. And But when I upgrade to an iPhone 6 and get a bigger storage, I'll bin the touch. It's only because I don't have enough storage on my current iPhone for, right, for okay. music. That's the only reason why I've got that as well. Although it does feel exactly like an iPod, uh, iPhone 6. It looks nice. Okay. Um, Sorry, what, I forgot what the question was. <laughs> How long can the sky high prices be? Can cell phones continue to increase in price they when do a the lot device more than I, the 3ds? Yes, I and think the so. technology that's in it is way more sophisticated in terms of screen yeah. definition. Because you could, at a push, do bits of work on a phone if needs be. Mm, like, like you can, like you know, you can access Google Docs, all this yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah. A lot I of people do do like I've been to shows like Gamescom where people have done their writing on a uh, iPad. But it's just the whole kind of, you know, you can't manipulate images as easily as you can on a Mac and all that kind of stuff. So, so. my argument was going to be, uh, presumably, because you can you don't need to make such a profit up front because there's the attach rate with games, right? You get, mm. uh, the more software you sell, yep. the more money yep. comes in later anyway. But Nintendo never sell, until the Wii U, Nintendo had never sold a console for a loss. So maybe that's not necessarily true. But maybe they're just not as interested in profit up front because they're like, sell it at pretty much cost to, and then we know we'll recoup more profit further down the line. Mm. Well, you know, even like the quality of the build and stuff like that. That's you know, it's the 3DS is a toy essentially. The iPhone's not, although a lot of kids do have them. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, I hope that's answered your question, Levon. Uh, Daryl Sharp writes in saying, wondering what your thoughts are on a 2014 release for GTA 5 on the PS4 and the Xbox One. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Also, like by very, like, should he be interested in it? It depends whether he's played it or not. Like, so, uh, I can't remember if I've said this on the podcast already. I've obviously played through the single player. I haven't really touched multiplayer. If there is new stuff in the single player, I will absolutely go back and play GTA all again on um, on Next Gen because the thing for me was not so much the mission structure or anything like that. It was just the world itself looked gorgeous on last gen. It will look amazing on current gen. So, I will play again. But we don't know. Rockstar have said nothing. I don't know. I mean, there's been mutterings about it slipping to to next year. There's been loads of rumours that are so woolly. Um, but I, I think it's quite rock star not to really say much about it until it's coming out. Well, right? It's very close, though. Like, you know, we're coming up to midway through September. We've not seen that game at all outside of the trailers that have come around. No, we haven't actually seen any um, hands-on or anything, have we? You know, we're, what, a maximum of kind of two months away from launch, potentially. There's a huge variety of rumours on this, I though, about, like, the out, PS4 so. and Xbox One are fine, but the PC's been delayed, which I, which doesn't make sense to me, because surely yeah. it's the same architecture. I would have thought that there was, yeah, it's been developed on PC and, and then, then ported. ported across, yeah. Yeah, so, Presumably. I don't know, I, I th- I'm hopeful for a Christmas release still. 
but there have been rumours, but I have. I think it will come out. Cool. So uh, Sebastian uh, Lofgren, I think is how you pronounce it, um, said, just listen to your latest podcast and heard the stuff about remote play. And I think you guys managed to upset him. He said, you talk as if Sony tablets are something different than an Android tablet, which isn't the case. Sony as a manufacturer uses the Android operating system for their tablets and phones and is actually one of the few hardware manufacturers that doesn't put a lot of bloat on it from the start. Regarding remote play, I for one am selling my old but still very functional tablet due to this news only. I live with my girlfriend and the main living room screen slash TV is often occupied which makes this a lovely feature not only can i play the ps4 when my girlfriend's watching one of the shows that both of us don't enjoy but um when she has to get up early the next day or have you he can play it like in bed apparently so um thinks it's a good what? selling point i don't know <laughs> basically the english goes a bit wrong here but um so i do think it's a pretty good selling point for tablets and phones so it's to do with the remote play yeah coming to the is it the z3 the z3 uh, you wrote the story yeah it's either the z3 or the x3 but z, i can't z not z Am I not American? No. Okay. Um, so the Z3. So I'm assuming that you guys criticised it in last week's podcast. Yeah, I think to clarify, we kind of... Um, the point I was making was, I, while I do think it is a selling point for Sony on their phones and tablets, i.e. they can trade on it, yep. I don't think it's going to pull in people who are interested elsewhere. I don't think it's going to l- lead to a conversion. No. I think I, it's a nice selling point. It's a great thing to shout about, but I don't think it's going to... No. Well, I, you know, for me, I, it's all about, you know, we were talking earlier about having systems that are as open as possible. Mm. That really should be an app that you have on every single Android device rather than Sony specific. You know, if I was PlayStation, I'd be thinking about the bigger game here, the long game. If you want to sell consoles or whatever it might be, you'd want that uh, functionality on everything. And who, maybe it will come to everything further down the line. But... Um, yeah, I think it's nice, but I agree with you. I don't think it's going to necessarily sell those handsets. Yeah, I don't know if it's ne- it's enough. I wouldn't base my buy a phone based on that mm. ability. Mm. Yeah, especially if you already have. Would a you feature. buy a watch? No, I wouldn't <laughs> buy a watch. Right. Let's not go there. Do you want some more feedback from Daryl Sharp? Ooh. Oh, yes, Daryl, prolific. That makes two, him friends of friend of the show. Two in <laughs> one, two in two in one show. Uh, Daryl wants to know our thoughts on the proposed return of the Terminator movies. Uh, he says that we still don't know anything about the plot of Terminator Genesis, uh, but we do know the franchise is coming back with an absolutely stacked cast. Uh, he mentions Arnold Schwarzenegger, Amelia Clark, Jay Courtney, I don't like him, uh, Jason Clark, who's really good, and Matt Smith. Matt Smith's in it. Mm. Uh, so, what are your thoughts? Well, Terminator, Terminator Salvation sounded really good on paper. It did. <laughs> and that, and that <laughs> Jay Courtney really reminds me of Sam Worthington. They're just a bit like, yeah. Yeah. If you're going by spelling, this doesn't look good on paper. Yeah, that's the real problem. You know about the spelling? No. Oh, my word. What's it? So they announced the title the other day. Alice needs to see it, I think. In that first sentence. That's that's how they're spelling it. So, presumably, they are system. Of course. System. But still. It's awful. There you go. Um, I am indifferent, really. I just... I can't get excited about a new Terminator film. No. I feel like they made two great movies. The first two are great. Yeah. Number three... I have seen, but I literally all the only thing I can remember Female is terminate. him. Well, no, it was the, the coffin. coffin, exactly with That's the, the, the Gatling gun. The yeah. third one's okay. Salvation was not. I didn't even get to the end of Salvation. It was boring. Which for a Terminator movie mm. is crazy, and you know it's amazing how quickly you can go off a franchise. Was that ruined in the trailer? Spoil- was it a spoiler in the trailer? What Salvation? Did they not reveal the thing about Worthington in the trailer? <sighs> I can't remember. Anyway. Now. I feel I'm, I feel there was a kerfuffle to do with the trailer, but I can't remember what it was about. 
There you go. Good. Good. Uh, so I think the general gist is we're not all that excited. No. Which is I a mean, shame. We'll go see it, but yeah, yeah. whatevs. The Thor, the Thor, the Dark World guys directing it as well. Right. Mm. Well, there are rumours. There was rumours Dark World was taken away from him in the end. Yeah, yeah. The Game of Thrones dude, isn't drama. He? Alan Taylor. We will see. Okay. Well, thanks for the email. Is that it? Have we got more. One more. One, one more, more from Andrew is it from, from Australia. Australia. No. Mm. No. Not three more. He's not that good. Uh, this is Andrew from Australia. Um, he says, "I was curious to hear your thoughts on the possibility of one of the heroes in the next Avengers movie dying." Gasp. Dying, Alex. Wouldn't happen. I can see it happening. I can see it happening. Can see it happening. Yeah. Yeah, but what's his face died and then he came back? Who? Well, that's the point, isn't it? Superheroes always come, come yeah, back. Yeah, but he's not a superhero. Who are you on about? I can't remember. Agent, oh, what's uh, his Agent Coulson. Thank Coulson. you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but he already signed a contract. Um, <laughs> I can see. I can Coulson's see. alive. <laughs> and also, you know, the, the length Coulson's they went to explain that in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. It's like, all right, I get it. I get it. <laughs> it's a very common book theme, but. Still, it could still happen then. So that's almost more reason for it happening because mm. you could still bring them back. Um, Danny Jr. could die. It would make thematic sense based on what we think the story might be about. Yeah. And he almost, you know, he showed that he, you know, he's, he's suffered with post-traumatic stress. He has a suicide impulse in him. Mm. If he thinks that he's responsible for this threat again, I could see himself killing himself in kind of a sacrificial moment. Uh, there's been it, lots of comments. He's not signed up for Iron Man 4, did he? Did no, he rubbish the idea of it happening. Yeah. And there's been lots of comments flying around, haven't there, about... Even, like, I swear quite a few Marvel people have said, oh, the, the beauty of the Avengers is that it's a team that people can move in and out of. Yeah, it's just the Avengers. Like, the team has changed, like... It, so many times. It's, well, it's the name of a team. It's not beholden to any characters. Yeah, but... So I don't. I'm not up on my Marvel law. Is does Iron Man have to be Tony Stark, or is there somebody else? Um, that there's can been be other people the who have inhabited the suit like, at different points. Like it is a Batman. It's a symbol. Yeah. It is a suit. It's one of the heroes that people can. But ultimately, it is Tony Stark because he brings is his intelligence is a power. Right. Because he is super. Even though there's no like gift or anything, he is superhumanly intelligent. Right. Mm. Like I, 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 I kill, associate myself with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kill Hawkeye. Job Aww. done. Wasn't Hawkeye's he meant to have a spin-off? Is that not He'll never have a spin-off. He was supposed to appear in Captain America, but he got vetoed. There's a very cool deleted scene that was going to be in Captain America Winter Soldier where Captain America and Hawkeye have a fight. It actually sounds really cool, the storyboarding for it, mm. but it never happened. Um, Hawkeye so comic's really good by Matt Fraction, My Life as a Weapon. Right. That shows Hawkeye being an actual badass, kind of like Arrow. Like, yeah, exactly. It's, he is yeah. really cool. It's like, a cool the, character. The idea of it sounds rubbish. Like, really and also, like, arrow, like, Jeremy Renner is really good in some films. Mm. Just because you, you look, look like, like no, Renner. No, but he is, though. He is, though. And he's great in the Hurt Locker and he's stuff. In the Hurt Locker, And yeah. 28 weeks later, he's really good. Hawkeye gets pretty crap service in that movie. Yeah. He's just, like, brainwashed for all kill of him. it. Yeah. Kill him. He's got nice blue eyes. Just kill him. But if you killed him, it would mean nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no stakes, though, are there? Yeah. Oh well, kill him off screen. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, just like Hawkeye. Dead what's it? Oh, where's Hawkeye? Ah, <laughs> uh, he, oh, he, 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 tri he trips on his arrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hawkeye is a great bit in the Hawkeye comic where he fires multiple arrows. Yeah. It's, is that Robin Hood? He did that ages ago. Yeah. Get your own stick. <laughs> Sorry. Great. Right, let's talk about the games and movies out this week. Uh, let's go films first, shall we? Why some, not? Some biggies coming out. Um, I'm leaving one off, by the way. So, uh, Box Trolls. Oh, I thought that's the one you can leave off. The fact that that's on there. Is <laughs> no, Box Isn't Trolls. not been out for a while? No, I didn't even know it was out this week, actually. Because I thought it was... I took my daughter to go and see a film last week. 
And it was I, a box troll. Well, no, it wasn't. Because <laughs> otherwise, obviously, yes, it was out yeah. last week. Uh, and I thought it was. Anyway. We haven't reviewed it, and I haven't seen it. Reviews but are out. I've got, so, I know, I don't know why we haven't reviewed it. I've um, got some Happy Mill toys but at home. It's with the them. people who made Paranorman, and we liked Paranorman, didn't we, Dan? I like Paranorman. Yeah, Paranorman was good. So, no reason to think it's not good. I hate it's quite weird and dark. Right. Like a little bit scary for little kids. Mm. But um, I'll check it out, but maybe not in the cinema. No. And A Most Wanted Man is out, which we have reviewed on the site. Right. It's one of Philip Seymour Hoffman's last movies. Mm. Um, it's it's a John le Carré adaptation, so you pretty much know what you're going to get. I believe he plays a German spy. Um, and we gave it an 8.2 and really liked it. So if you like slow-burning thrillers, I guess check that out. Go see that. Or if you like box trolls. I don't even know what a box troll is. Exactly. Mm. No. Go and find out. There you go. There you go. And that's this week's movies. <laughs> uh, don't see Guardians of the Galaxy again. Uh, Destiny we've spoken a lot of that, about that in the, the beginning of the podcast I'm sure yep. most people who are listening to this are probably either playing it or looking to play it further down the line uh, certainly the jury is out for us I understand what you're trying to do Daniel <laughs> um, been helpful but our review should be going up well it's a review in progress it's been going live for a few days now hopefully by the end of this week if mm. not over the weekend uh, also out DLC for Infamous First Light standalone expansion yep so I've still not played Infamous 2 Oh no! Sorry, in second son. Second son. Yeah. So did you finish it? Yeah. Yeah. I thought good, like good, but once I finished oh, it, I going through one like path, no desire to go back. I thought it was pretty average game, to be honest. I thought it looked really nice. So you play as Fetch, who is one of the characters that appears in the game. She gives you neon powers, and it kind so of seems like you'll have fewer powers. You will have her power throughout the game, but it's a much shorter game. What were her powers? And Neon, Neon powers, so she can um, run up walls, she can run really fast like the Flash, right. um, she can fire Neon Blasts. It's really like pretty, that. but I don't think it's... Yeah. Right. Which is really weird, because at the end of the, the core game, spoilers, you get a new power, which you never really get to explore unless you go back and 100% the game. Right. So you get a power right at the end of the game that you never play as, so it makes sense yeah. more to make that the power for the expansion yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. let you have a full experience centred on that power. But I guess it was easier for them to just. That is a bit weird, that. giving you something to right at the end. Well, then, I guess I, I guess the intention people, is you you will play a this lot game. Of people do do that, but I'm I'm never a kind of new game plus person. Yeah. Really. Well, you wouldn't get it in new game plus. Oh really? Yeah. Because you would just start from scratch, wouldn't you? It's basically just going around finishing the world. Cause it opens oh, so you don't, it doesn't carry over if you start no. a new game. No. Once you've no, because it. it's like a thematic thing. You get it from an enemy. Oh, right. It's kind of like it's a plot okay, point. That is, isn't that it? is a bit weird. Okay. Also, uh, the latest incarnation of NHL. NHL. Which is hockey's. Which has got 7.0. Good. Hockey's and Good. sticks and ice. Mm. NHL. Fun. NHL. That's oh, not, that's not how Colin sounds. NHL is fun to play and pretty to look at, but it's disappointingly light on modes to keep you hooked on hockey. How many modes do you need in a hockey game? Fighting. Fighting. Ring. Surely it's just like hockey with sticks. fighting. Yeah. I don't know. There you go. So if you're going to play one game, obviously Destiny. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, uh, sorry, was that Most Wanted? In I don't know. Up to you. See Box Trolls or Most Wanted Man. Well, do you what go. you want. Much of a <laughs> Most Wanted Box Troll. you want. Go see Guardians again. Uh, before yeah. we go, um, I know people have been waiting to see what uh, suite I came up for with Dan's name. Oh, yeah. Yes. Here we go. It's variations on the same theme. It's right. two two for one you're getting here. Uh, Krupa Choops or Chupa Croups. <laughs> Is that supposed to be a bit like Chupa Chups? Yeah. But it doesn't quite rhyme. No, it's how you say it. So which one do you like best? I, th- I didn't know what you were going for. I thought you were saying like tube of, like a tube no. of Smarties. A chew it's like croupits. <laughs> no. 
Okay, it wasn't worth the wait. I'm sorry. Well, look, oh, I still you, liked it. You tried. <laughs> oh, bless. Tilly Tots is nice. Tilly Tots. <laughs> he's off his. Oh, he's, he's off his Tilly Tots. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's it for this week's podcast mm. uh, we will be back same time next week uh, until then thank you for listening and uh, yeah, see you later bye Cheerio. bye there this is justin bartha i made a funny new podcast king of the egg cream it has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like lewis black i'm torn by my feelings for two women bobby cannavale you can eat it or if someone hits you you can put it on your cut melanie linsky i wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet jason ritter i can break things and pick locks and kill people michael stuhlbarg the whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better ari grainer no don't whet its appetite what are you an idiot me justin bartha that's not just any egg cream that's a lemke's special and all narrated by the hilarious richard kind this is the story of harry dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.